Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Everybody, you are listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. A uh, one and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Got a radio show and got something to say, too. Man, I thank God for it. I thank God for my life. I thank God for how in the midst of storms he calms me. You know, uh, I was going through another uh, trial in my life, you know, which is life is going to always be that. You know, it's a... It's a <laughs> I think the the things that I say on the radio, I, I want you all to understand that I do so have to put them into practice all the time. And uh, I was going through something yesterday, and I don't know how long I'll be going through it, but I'll be fine however long it takes because I, I have something, man. I'm going to share it with you. A lot of you got it. But I don't, I don't think sometimes we appreciate it until we have to use it. And and that thing that we got is prayer. Prayer is available to every single person. Prayer is so important, man. It's so important. I'm I'm not afraid to say it, though. It's so, so important to you because it's such a comfort. It's such an island that you can go to. I was going through something yesterday, and uh, somebody close to me knew about it, and they sent me something in the middle of it. And it said uh, simply that God does not guarantee us a life free from trouble, but he does promise to be our refuge in the midst of the storm. See, and that was so cool for me because, you know, oftentimes I'm on the radio and I'm talking. And, and, and I know you all think I'm talking to you, but like I said, oftentimes I'm just talking to myself, man, because I'm just like you. I'm just a human being trying to get through. I happen to come under attack, as does everybody else. I got trials and tribulations just like everybody else. So when I'm talking, I'm talking to myself a lot of times. And all of us are faced with things. But the beautiful thing, and one of the things I've always said, that on your way to success, there's going to be opposition. I've always said that the road to success is always under construction. I have always said these things. But I also have to hear these things. And I, even whoever I am, and all of us have to apply these things. And see, when I was sitting there going through it, man, somebody texted to me and just simply said that God does not guarantee us a life free from trouble. But he does promise to be our refuge in the midst of the storm. And you know, man, what prayer enables you to do is have just a little closer relationship with God. It allows you to form a barricade when necessary. It allows you to have a place to go when necessary. It provides you a place of shelter when it get real, real windy and real, real funky for you. When the bullets and arrows is flying, there's a place that you can tuck yourself. I always like to refer to it as under his wings. I like to get tucked under his wings when the bullets and arrows is flying. You know, I, I do realize, man, through my life, and I've been taught this over and over and over, Isaiah 43, 1 and 2, that someone to the effect that you can walk 
through the fire and you will not get burned, nor will kindling set upon your clothing. And what I learned from that scripture, y'all, was simply this, that if you do have this relationship with God, if you are making an attempt to be righteous, trying to live your life to the best, you ain't stepping on nobody, trying to hurt nobody. You're giving God some glory. You're talking with him. You know, you're making some mistakes along the way, but you know what I'm saying? You ain't, you ain't just mailing it in. You are consciously trying to be a righteous person. Then there's a promise that he gives to you, that he would be there for you. Now, here's the promise. The promise says something just like this, that you will be able to walk through the fire and not get burned, nor will kindling set upon your clothing. Now, what that means to me, my interpretation of it, Real simple. Some things are going to happen to you. And when they happen to you, it's not his doing. When, when you come under attack, when, you, when, when, the, when the haters come for you, it, it's never his doing. But he going to walk with you, though, and allow you to walk through the fire and you will not get burned. That's amazing, man. Because I got a little fire going on right now. But guess what? They can't consume me with it. Because in their attempts to do what they do to you, to me, to anybody that's trying to go somewhere, mind your business, in their attempts to do what they're setting out to do, here's a problem with that now. If you got God, if you use this little weapon of prayer that he gives you, he'll provide you a refuge, but he'll let you walk through the fire and you will not get burned. Now the part where it talks about won't no kindling set upon your clothing, that's kind of like if, if, if you've been in a house that's been on fire before, you know. You can walk in and soot on the walls. It's a smell in the air. You can see the damage. I mean, a house that's been on fire until the repairs come, the restoration, you can walk in there and know that there's been a fire. Weeks later, after the house has been on fire, you can walk in because you can smell it. You can see the singe marks, but here's the difference. Houses, you know, I'm I'm talking about just structural buildings. They they don't have ongoing relationship with God. I ain't talking about your temple or church or nothing, so please don't go there. I'm just telling you a fact. A house does not possess a soul. A person possesses a soul. So your relationship with God is, is, is where your refuge is. So now here we go. When you have a little walk with God, when you got some faith in him, hear what happens to you, y'all. When they come for you, when they attack you, the part that it says you won't get burned, but the no kindling, that means when it's over, no kindling was set upon you. That'll be, there won't be no soot on you. There won't be no singe marks on you. You won't smell like you've been on fire. You won't even look like you've been nowhere near a fire. But the whole time, The fire was raging all around you, but there's a place that you can go when your life is on fire, when you come under attack. There's a spot. There's a spot if you know God, if if you're just trying to be righteous, if you just go over there and get over there by him just a little bit, y'all, if you just send up some earnest prayers and, and pray it and mean what you say, there's a spot you can go that you can tuck under his wings and you'll walk through the fire and you won't get burned. Now, Here's the part, though. I want you to feel me now. It did not say in there that it would not get ungodly hot. (laughs) That's the cold part now. (laughs) Come on, y'all. Because 
What did I tell you that the dude uh, texted me the other day? What did I just tell you? I just simply said that God does not guarantee us a life free from trouble, but he does promise to be our refuge in the midst of the storm. Now, I'm in one right now, but I want you to understand something. When you come for me, you don't come from somebody that's standing over there by himself. I have a relationship with him. And um, I use continually on a daily basis, more than three times a day, that beautiful little gift, that weapon of prayer that he's given to me. So while the storm is raging, I want everybody to know I'm just fine. I'm just, Now I'm uncomfortable. I don't like it. I do not like what happens to me. No more than you like what happens to you. But I got news for you, though. I'm so covered. And I stand there in that place of refuge, man. And I drank that up. And man, today, I'm telling you, man, God's promises are true. That he'll be with you in the midst of a storm. That he'll hold your hand. God's promises are true. All you got to do is lean on them. You feel me? Check it out. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 21 minutes after the hour. Good morning, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve Harvey. Happy Friday. Carla Pharrell. Hello, good morning. It's Friday, Steve. Mentoring, kicking things off. What's going on? Junior. Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. And the food. What's out there now, Steve Harvey? What is going on with ya? With well, ya? Friday, Henry. <laughs> He yeah. wants to know about yeah. the mothers. Yeah, I want to know about the mothers down there, man. How many mothers it's you got? It's going good. Uh, we got our challenges. Uh, um, man. Yeah, we, we should talk about that later when we have more time. Steve. Mm-hmm. The challenge. Oh, uh, but it is. But it's going really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the boys are here. The mothers are here. All my the soldiers are here from the United States Army. My fraternity oh, brothers yes. is here. Other fraternities are here. The Kappas are here. The Alphas are here. Uh. No, no sigma. Yeah, 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 man. Alex is No, it's all these two sigmas everywhere, Steve. Sorry, no. You know that. <laughs> Always. There's only one at the camp. You and him. Oh, yeah, that's good. Y'all that's the same, good. too, and y'all just show up everywhere. It's just everywhere. And, uh, <laughs> we represent, baby. But they, they rotate, Steve. They rotate. Blue fly, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, they came through for me, though. Blue fly came through for me. And so, you know, we're doing really, really good. My favorite mm-hmm. mentor camp story is a young man uh, named Reese who's 18, mm-hmm. and from the moment he got off the bus, man, this he's been my most difficult difficult boy to date. To date? And yeah. nine years? Cause you, nine yeah, because... Yeah, this little dude, man. More than Demetrius? Huh. Oh, yeah. Well, Demetrius the... wasn't nowhere near trouble. He just had some other... Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, we got some other talk about it, but... <laughs> But anyway, uh, he was packed up, mm-hmm. leaving, had all his stuff on the porch, waiting yeah. on the van to come give him. The soldiers already, said, Mr. Harvey, Mr. He Harvey, we, we cannot get him to conform. And so uh, he was out there. He was just going to leave. They took all the shirts back. And I said, where is he? He said, he's on the porch. I went out to the porch, sat down with him for one hour. Reese is back in the camp. Oh, yeah. Yes, Steve. That's what you're doing. All right, there. What was trouble? I do not lose boys. Mm -hmm. I don't lose young men. If a mother entrusts a son with me, Uh I can't put him on the bus. 
and send him back like we, we can't fix him. Everybody's fixable. Everybody's redeemable. Well, we don't give this. up on no boys at this camp. Not a one. Mm -hmm. Reese is back at the camp. Participate. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was troubling him, though? There had to be a reason uh, he you wanted know, it's to a leave. plethora of things, but mm -hmm. he was convinced in his life that if he controls all of his decisions and he can has the power to say, no, I don't want to do nothing, that that uh -huh. empowers him and enables uh -huh. him to control his life. But what I had to teach him was you have to do a series of things that you're uncomfortable doing in order to be able to one day do what you want to do. Yeah. Come on, they're not think by talk. not by not participating or you gotta get real comfortable being uncomfortable. That's like, Harvey, I wanna that. be like you. Well boy, you got to get busy. <laughs> and so that's it. We saving boys. Top of the hour, seven o'clock. Uh, I got an mm. announcement to make about the Flint situation. Stay tuned. Okay. Yeah. Coming up next, something funny. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, welcome back. Uh, with J. Anthony Brown has come up with a series <laughs> of things that he don't want for Father's Day. Because this weekend is Father's this Day. This weekend Father's is Father's Day. Day. Mm -hmm. It's the most yeah. forgotten day. Forgotten <laughs> what? See, people don't even, they could care less. They could really That's true, kill it. Jay, because we end up uh -huh. saying it's it, it snuck up on me. We and I've that. seen I've seen some things out there, y'all, that they have for dad uh, that people will buy uh, that dad just don't want. They have a candle uh -huh. that you can buy that smells like fart. Who wants that? <laughs> why would you why would you want that? That's, that's like why would you want to give your dad hey, I bought you a fart candle? <laughs> Wow. Nobody if your dad, that. if if your dad is bald head, you've seen these hats that have hair on them, the caps. <laughs> he, he can't grow hair. <laughs> Why would you give him a hat with hair on it? That's stupid. Here's <laughs> <laughs> another one. Here's another one. Uh -huh. They have an underwear repair kit. A kit. What? Like a look. <laughs> what? For Father's For Father's Day. Look, I know your drawers have been a little ragged, yeah. but instead of buying new drawers, yeah. here's a kit. It's wow. <laughs> a nice kit. I've never heard of it. Yes. <laughs> you can't buy your daddy no damn drawers. That's cold. That's, that's sad. They have cologne, Steve. Everybody, they got cologne that smells like bacon. What? Why do you want to smell like bacon? I don't, yeah. What, 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 what every day. reason? Yeah. Every day. It's lunchtime. You, you smell like bacon. <laughs> yeah, you breakfast. come to work. Is that bacon I smell? Huh? 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 Your daddy already fat. We know he eats bacon. <laughs> Golly. They got this cup that's shaped like a kamol. Have you seen this? Look at this, Shirley. Oh, no. It's a coffee mug. Really? Yeah. Why would you? Why do you want your daddy to have that? And you drink coffee you out drink, of a yeah, toilet? Yeah. Huh? Look at that. Oh, look at that. Yeah. The other <laughs> thing Daddy Father's don't want. <laughs> daddy don't want no damn ties. Daddy no. don't want ties. Now, Steve, you got the best gift of all. Right? You really got a good gift. Oh for Father's yeah, Day. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you really do, do man. You got the, the soap, best Father's Day. Your body soap. washes. The body wash soap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey man, I got to tie one year with a fish on it. Cause we know you like to fish. You ever notice your daddy throw the fish back? You ever notice that? The hell what I wanted on my tie for? Catch and release. 
So that, you, have you gotten like really bad gifts? Lime green socks before lime was in. Yes, I got <laughs> Yeah. Lime is popular now, but back in the day, they have this other thing, Shirley. It's, a, a, it's shaped like a gun. You can get a gun. One's yellow, one's red. And it's a gun that you put mustard in one and mm-hmm. ketchup in the other. <laughs> So, okay. So, Condiment. Oh, said okay. <laughs> yeah. and, and they selling. Yeah, they selling. <laughs> the problem. Can't, can't keep enough of them, man. Right. Wow. That's not so bad for your burgers see, and see your hot what dogs. I'm see what I'm saying. The logic. Uh, that logic. The logic Jay. behind it. It's better than the toilet uh-huh. coffee cup. Jay. I'll give you that. Yo, yo, what you got, man? Daddy, I know you don't like bees out there when you barbecuing, so I bought you a can of Wasp and Hornet spray. You bought me what? You can use it. Boy, you bought me what? Man. Wasp and Hornet spray, Daddy. You know, you got a bike, you got a computer, and an iPhone. I got a can of Wasp and Hornet Killer. You worthless. <laughs> There's a cologne out there that says it's shaped like a bomb, right? Uh-huh. And so mm-hmm. the tag is "You the bomb, Daddy." <laughs> on 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 the cologne. People don't even say that anymore. <laughs> oh my god! You are the bomb, Daddy. Folks, mm-hmm. no. here's the deal: It's Father's okay. Day. Mm-hmm. Go to Walmart and give your dad the entire new collection of built soaps. They come in a bar and they come in a wash, a body wash. And you got fragrances like Big Surf, Big Sky, Atlantic Surf. You got Prohibition. You got Havana Bay. You got all types of stuff, man. All designed by your boy Steve Harvey with the man in mind. None of that. None of that. Body wash that sound like it's made for girls for your daddy. Mm-mm, mm-mm. This uh-uh. is called Built, B-I-L-T, because it's right. built for men. Oh, okay. Get your sexy on, ladies. Have your man smelling like you want him to smell so you can spend more enjoyable time with him. Wink, wink. Yeah. Walmart. Go today to Walmart, and I promise you he'll love it. I promise you he will. Okay. Now that's a Father's right. Day okay. gift. Okay. Right. Real good Father's Day. Some built right stuff. Yeah, I'm going to get Tosh, my husband, some. Uh-huh. Hey, y'all, I'm, I'm going to tell get you. myself some because ain't nobody going to give me nothing. So I'm going to get myself some. <laughs> See, I'm sorry, Jay. I, I, Father's Day, honestly, and Carl, I'm sure you can, can attest to this in some way, but I didn't mm-hmm. have a dad, so Father's Day didn't mean yeah. anything to me. It, it wasn't it top didn't. of mind. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, Mother's Day was everything to me. So I'm talking about counting. Yeah. yeah, now yeah. I feel what you guys are saying. I have, you're I have dads kids and you have and I children. Don't get a damn yeah. Thing. I don't get nothing. Yeah. I get texts. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Not even a call. I'm get all no, of them. not a call. No, no. Yeah. A I'm nice get text. All of them. Hey, Dad, you're getting some built soap. Let me go ahead and just deflate your hopes right yeah. now. Thank <laughs> you. My dad, right, that's good. <laughs> my dad, I got too much money. I'm gonna get some soap and send it to myself and be surprised when no, I. No, he open looking it. for a car. Yeah. Oh, Steve. Uh, he he look looking for that. a car. My dad looking for a car. You gonna get it? Who? 
He's gonna get his ass some built soap. He gonna get some built soap. Yeah, yeah. The light came on last week. Well, it's gonna be on this week too. <laughs> get you some. Finna get this built soap. You gonna smell good looking at it? No, that much. Okay, so what's the best gift you've ever gotten? Left alone. <laughs> Now we company. can't win. Yeah. You don't know what to do. Well, happy Father's Day to all you fathers. And uh, coming up, coming up next, Tommy's run that prank back right after this jam. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. We back. Uh, Tommy's out on vacation again, but we got his prank, so we don't need him. <laughs> we need no, it, no. We need no. it. Vacation all you want, boy. We got enough of your stuff on tape. Yes, Lord. And I ain't got to sit here and hear no attitude. He ain't got to shut down. He ain't got to whine. I ain't got to figure out if I'm talking to Eugene, old Neil Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> or nephew Tommy, he's gonna about to run that prank back, and then at the top of the hour, I have my statement about the Flint, Flint, Michigan situation, which is okay. Really, man, I mean, really, this you mm-hmm. know, normally I don't address things, mm-hmm. but this right here really, really kind of ticked me off because you took me completely out of context, and I think it's so completely unfair. Okay. After after all I've you know attempted to do and stood for with the Flint water crisis for you to even not even hear all of it out that what happened and to just start just just I mean man just trying to roast me man I just just that one folks really okay come on Steve because you know how you get <laughs> we'll talk no, about it at know. seven yeah right, we will you. we'll talk about it at seven all right here's the prank bring me some paper paper hello Hello, uh, I'm trying to... Charles, I'm, I'm looking for a Charles. Yeah, this Charlie. I'm, I'm sorry, this who now? This Charlie. How can I help you? Hey, listen, um, I, I'm... You by, I'm, who am I speaking I'm, with? I'm sorry, this Scotty, man. I'm, um... I'm house-sitting for Rita. She, y'all... Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. She told me she was going out of town. What can I do for you, brother? Uh, how far y'all down the way, man? Y'all, I'm in the house, four or five houses? Yeah, I think, uh, let's see. Yeah, we four houses down. Okay. Now, she left me a number, man. She left me y'all number, and then she left Miss Doris number. I tried to call Miss Doris, but then nobody answered the phone. Yeah, she normally in church around this time. Rita said she was going to be gone for a minute, so you, you say you down there? Right, right, right. And she told me if I got an emergency or anything, that I could reach out to y'all and call y'all. Right, right, right. Okay. Are you are you busy right now, man? Well, actually, I'm in the middle of cooking my wife some dinner, and uh, got some meat on the grill, but other than that... You know. Okay. I mean, you, 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 are you able to help me out with something right quick, or you got, you got time for that? Well, like I said, I'm in the middle of cooking. If it's something I can help you with, I, I you know, I don't mind coming down there and, and uh, showing you or doing whatever it is that we need to do. Okay, Charlie, would you happen to have any paper, man? Any paper? Yeah. Um, I, I think I got some newspaper. What you trying no, to? No, do? no, 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 no newspaper. I mean, some paper. You got some paper? I. What, notebook paper? No, see, man, listen. Charlie, I, like I said, man, my, my name is Scotty, man. I know you don't know me. I done got myself in a little situation here down here at Rita House, man. And I, I, I didn't, man, I'm in a situation. I actually am in the bathroom, man, and it ain't no paper in here, dog. So you saying you want me to 
to bring you some toilet paper. I mean, if you don't mind, I'm sitting here, my legs ain't got numb, my, my can't even feel my, my my whole lower body, man, from butt down, I can't feel nothing, man, my feet, everything that went to sleep on me. Uh, hold up, babe. This dude down here at Rita House saying he want me to bring him paper because he didn't got none sitting on the toilet. Man, look at here, bro. I'm in the middle of cooking. I wish I could help you, but, you know, well, I, I, mean, I can't you come here. You say you ain't about four hours a day. Can you just run down here right quick? I mean, the back door open. I, I say, man, I understand all that you saying. But like I said, I'm in the middle of cooking for my wife. We having a little special occasion because our kids and stuff gone, and I can't just leave her like that just to come bring, you know, paper. Now, what I can tell you to do is if Rita got one of them towels or something I'm that you I'm not going to use no on, towel, man. I'm not using nobody's towel. Like, that's disrespectful, man. Okay. Hey, but lower your voice, man. You calling me to help you and, and you acting like I called you to not have no guy. All I'm asking for, just, it ain't going to take no more than two, three minutes run down here right quick and bring the paper, man, and then you get on back to your dinner. Well, what you it sound like what you need to do, bro, you said you had emergency. I thought the house or, uh, or the dog had got out or, or you had locked yourself out the house, but I'm not going to come down there and bring you no paper because that don't sound like an emergency. That sound like some personal shit. And furthermore, you in the bathroom, just jump out your clothes, get in the shower, and wipe out. No, I'm not finna dog. That's like I say, I'm numb right now, man. I need some help. If so, you don't so mind, you want man. me to come down there, bring you some toilet paper, and pick your numb? You can't get up out the toilet if I want to help you. That's why I'm trying to tell you, I'm in an emergency, man. Okay, well, that, like I said, man, that don't sound like an emergency. That seems like a little quick fix. Get your drawers and, and wipe your drawers. Throw them away, go get you some more. I, I mean, I'm not finna walk four houses down there to bring you some toilet paper. Your legs numb. How, how you gonna get up and open the door? The back door is open. All you gotta do is come in here and, and, and reach in here and pass me a roll of paper, man. That's all I'm asking you to do, Mr. Charlie. I understand that, but I'm not finna come down there and bring you no paper. I'm not finna bring you... Man, bring me some paper down here, man. Show you my body numb, man. Say, man, who the hell you think you hollering at? You need me. I don't need you. Well, won't you do something, man? You see I'm sitting here in a situation? Now, Rita left y'all number that y'all will help me while I'm down here house watching, man. This here crazy, baby. Man, what the wrong with you? You gonna call me asking me to bring you some newspaper. I told you that I was in the middle of fixing me and my wife some dinner, and you come calling me talking about some paper, man. I don't want to hear no about no and I ain't coming down there to bring you no paper, man. Hello? Charlie, you gonna bring this paper, man? Man, look, like I told you before, I ain't gonna bring you no paper down there. We don't wipe no on this street. Hey, hold on, man. I can't just, you can't just leave me here and I'm numb like this. But I'm not going to come bring no grown man, no toilet paper, because he irresponsible when he go into the restroom. That sound like a personal problem. You you too wrong for that. You're, uh, this is a situation, though. This is an emergency, man. Man, that don't sound like no emergency. That sound like a personal problem that you got going on. I'm going to when I get off of here, man. You done me off with I don't give a about you being man. Matter of fact, as soon as you get your up out of there, you so bad, you come on down here. I'm coming I'm down, down there, by the I'm coming down there the way I am, just like this here. And I'm a whoop for not helping me while I'm in a situation. So we'll bring your on. I got one more thing I need to say to you that I'm gonna do. Is you listening? Bring your on. I got some snakeskin shoes that fit right up, clean up all that. Oh, I got one more thing. Is you listening? Man, what the man? Like I said, what, what the you got to say, man? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your neighbor, Rita. Ain't this 
thing. <laughs> that motherfucker from the radio station. It's just coming from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a whoop reader. <laughs> got you calling my now, man. You had me. I was gonna come down there, man, and break the <laughs> down and whoop. You better be glad I'm eating. <laughs> I can't believe it. Hey, man, I got to ask you, man, one more thing. What is, what is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Show. Y'all playing practical jokes on folks, man. All right, uh, Mike Epps finally has squashed the beef between he and Kevin Hart. Finally, it's done. It's, it's un- over with now. Yeah, we don't even know how it all started. You know how a beef just gets out uh, of hand? Yeah. You don't even know mm-hmm. what happened. they you were know? going in strong yeah, at each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, you know, they were exchanged jabs at each other on social media over the past mm-hmm. few years. Now the rivalry, rivalry is officially over. Glad to report that. Yeah. Mike posted a video of him and Kevin on the gram. After that, uh, Kevin jokingly said in the clip that Epps admitted that he's bipolar. (laughs) 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 He said face-to-face, man-to-man, we are where we're supposed to be. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back, everybody. Hey, listen, um, uh, two days ago, we were cracking jokes about the... uh, With callers. You know, I was playing the broken-hearted, bitter... Victim of another Cleveland you wasn't playing. loss. No, you weren't playing. No. no okay, no. yeah, I wasn't playing. I was Tell the truth. To the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't playing. No. Because look, I'm a huge Cavs fan. Yeah. A man and I were talking trash about our teams and our cities. Now, it just so happened that the man was from Flint. We got to talking trash. He said Cleveland don't deserve nothing. Right. I wait a minute, man. Hold up. Where you from, partner? Mm -hmm. So he said Flint. Now, in the in the business of trash talking, I don't know if you've ever been around sports trash talking, but once you start talking trash, everything is a go. It's a go. Mm -hmm. So I got the Cavs lost, but Cleveland don't deserve nothing. So I made a joke directed at him. It's he and I were talking. So he's from Flint, but this is a city from which I got great affection mm-hmm. and respect. And so much so, you know, that I devoted a full hour on my daytime talk show mm-hmm. to raise awareness about the Flint water crisis. Right. Mm-hmm. I also had Hillary Clinton on my show shortly after that when she was running for president. And I pressed her to offer solutions over what I call on TV, and I quote, one of the great catastrophes of modern time. That's what I really felt. That's in my heart of heart. And I met with a lot of the people from Flint, and we talked it all out. Well, the caller laughed at my joke because I told him, this was the trash I talked. The two things I said about him, because he from Flint was, when the last time you took a lead-free bath, but what I'm getting hung up about and what they're trying to kill me over is I told him, go drink a glass of brown water. And I said that, in, but in the context of trash talking, I did not say there is no fresh water in the city of Flint, that I wish the people of Flint ill harm. I never said the city of Flint. I was talking to this one guy that I was trash talking with. And that was the context. The caller laughed at the joke. 
and it was taken in the context that it was offered. Now, folks, any attempts to craft this into anything else, anything more than that, it serves nobody, no one. Now, if you just want to make a news story about me, how about this right here? How about Steve Harvey again? Is down at the boys' camp with 200 boys with 200 mothers. But no, 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 no. No, that, that ain't a news story. The narrative becomes, this is what he said about our city. That's not your city, folks. Flint, that's what I said about the man that I was talking trash with. We was talking trash about a sports game. That's it. That's it. Please don't take this nowhere that it's got to be. And I normally don't address stuff, but I mm -hmm. actually call... And you mm -hmm. can ask him, his name is Mike. I call the news director of the Flint TV station. Because they started running stories. People talking about boycotting the station. I said, wait a minute. Last night from the camp, I called him directly. And what I just said to you, I put it in an email and sent it to him. The news director from the Flint uh, NBC affiliate. Mm -hmm. I sent it to him. I can't do anything more. And in the context of trash talking, I was talking to this one guy. I never said the city of Flint can miss me. I hope all y'all suffer. And that ain't what I said. So come on, y'all. Really? Your dude, man? Well, Steve, uh, since you're addressing it, I'd like to point out that... Um we did try to stop you. <laughs> you were in the throes of trash talking with this guy. <laughs> and uh, uh, the guy, I think his name was Kenneth, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but he did call in and he was talking trash. And you guys just got into it. And and, and that's all hey, it was. Like you on said, Monday, was a trash talk thing. On Monday morning. And we did try to stop. Yes. Yeah, bitch tried to stop me, but we talking trash. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't stop me. Steve, we were like, Steve. I know I no. can't. Too far. We yeah. talking trash. Right. Yeah. That's all it was. And it was about sports, man. I just really Hey, you know okay. what? If Kenneth hears this, Kenneth, can you call in <laughs> to the station at eight seven seven? The dude that called from Flint. Somebody uh -huh. get Kenneth on the phone. And Kenneth, did you take what I said that away? Or, or was it in the context of trash talking? I just want to know how he felt. Now, if he felt bad about it, I'd apologize to him. But I want him, I wanted him to hurt like I hurt. <laughs> right. That's what trash talking is. It is. You get, you get carried away with it. You yeah. do. You just get mm -hmm. caught up uh -huh. in it. Yeah. Like if you're in an argument with your girl and you say, shut up. Well, that's not good. Wait, when what? You, when, you, when you put that out there like that. <laughs> See, trash talking could go off into family. It can though. go off. It can, it can get away from you, no. Shirley. It can get away they, from you. There are no rules to trash talking. We're comedians, right? <laughs> and because we're comedians, we cannot lose the trash talking. We talk. can't control us. Oh, <laughs> that's what it is. You can't, no, okay. can't out-crack me. Okay. Uh, My crack the... has to cut deeper than your crack. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got to draw a line then right. with the trash yeah. okay. talk. He's yeah. drawing it now. Yeah. He's drawing it now. Okay. He drew okay. it. Here's the problem, though. Here's the what? problem with What's comedy. The problem? And I've said mm -hmm. it a hundred times. 
What? The problem with the line is our line is way further away than y'all. Did anybody yeah. else? See, so it. when y'all say that's y'all it. crossed the line, we didn't even know we was over there. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the line we looking at is where, Unc? Way down the field. Yeah. All right, y'all. What we got next, Shirley? All right. Coming up, uh, we're going to do, uh, we'll talk about Bill Cosby when we come back. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, are, are you guys concerned about Bill Cosby? Very concerned. Uh, I mean, really yes. concerned. Did you see Couldn't Bill? Sleep last night. Yes. I didn't see it. What happened? <laughs> okay, he channeled uh, bizarrely, I might add, some of his past magic as he left the courthouse. Uh, this was Tuesday night. This was after a lengthy day of deliberation in a sexual assault trial. Uh, Cosby shouted the catchphrase from Fat Albert. Remember that? As reporters shouted questions at him. Here it is. Take a listen. Okay, so, Mr. Cosby, we don't need we don't need hey 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 from you, sir. Steve, yeah, your thoughts? <laughs> Excuse me. I know it's tough for you, Steve. That's your yeah, friend. That's your uh-huh. man. <laughs> After the Flint crisis, you just don't know what to say. Just can't say nothing. Yeah. Come on. I mean, maybe he was calling somebody. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I don't know. I can't. He's my yeah. friend. Yeah. He can't say nothing. Else. It's your no, friend, man. No, that's your buddy, yeah. man. That's like yeah. me going into court for something serious and going, watch out there now. Uh-uh. No, stop it. It's stop. Not the time. Don't. It's yeah. not the time. Timing is everything. Oh, oh, oh I'm coming out of court. And they say, Mr. Harvey, Mr. Harvey, do you have a comment? And I go, <laughs> show your love. 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 What up, Hunk? <laughs> no. 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 Not right hey, now. Everybody. Not hey, right. everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. No, hold up. I got one. Hey, hey yeah. Shirley, be a reporter yeah. to ask me something. Mr. Harvey, Mr. Harvey, how do you feel about the verdict? How do you feel about the verdict? Survey says. <laughs> this is not the time for that. Hey, how about this one, Steve? Coming to the stage. What, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. No, Mr. Uh, Cosby, yeah. no. Uh, no. No. That doesn't no. work. No, it does not work. No, not right there, not, though. No, not right no. there. No, no. Don't, don't no. go there. Can we no. hear that one more time? I, I can't. I'm just shocked. Hit again. No, 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 no. And it was a full one, too. Yeah, it, was a, it was from the okay. Can I hear it one more time? Let it No, no. Hell. Like my grandmother used to say, no, ma'am. No, no ma'am. Hey, let me ask you a question. No, who, was, who was standing next to him? Uh, uh, security you know, and people. police officers his, and his, his people. regular entourage, yeah, yeah that normally yeah. goes Lewis in and out of court. And and all that would have yeah. been a good time to tackle it. Yeah, that's why I say somebody <laughs> should have form tackle Bill right then. <laughs> hey! Mm. No, no. no. Can we play it one more time? Yeah, no, Jay. Let's go one more time. <laughs> you know what? When you call me from now on, that's going to be on my phone. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up, Jay Anthony Brown will be here to murder another hit. That's coming up at 34 after the hour. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. It's time to get down to business. You know, we've tried to make this show just a lot more entertaining, which I think it is. And so, folks, thank you all for riding with us. We got a new theme song coming shortly. We've adjusted the clock. You all have responded very well to it. And ladies and gentlemen, it just allows us to be a lot more ignorant for you so we can keep you laughing throughout the day. (laughs) One of the additions has been this fool right here. There are mixed reviews about whether we should have bought him on at this level (laughs) because it's just too damn much at times. He's too damn much at times. Yes, he is. But it is now time to murder another hit. All right, this one, Steve, is we're going to go back in the past and get one. It's about the census. It's almost that time. This is a T.I. song. You can do what you can have, whatever you like. Oh, yeah. So that's what my song is about. It's census time. You can vote for whoever you like. So check it out on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we go. All right, here it is. It's the census. Whatever creed, whatever color, whatever tribe, whatever group, whatever gathering, whatever association you belong to, mark it down, get it done, send it back. Here we go. Yeah. What's your sex, race, or type? Mark whatever makes you feel right. It's a sense to be whoever you like. Yeah, you can be whoever you like. Gay or straight, dark or light. Negro with a touch of albino people. You can be whoever you like. It's a sense to be whoever you like. Mark what you want to. Tell them you belong to the tribe of flavor, flavor, plus you gay and live alone to. You can put whatever on there, be a Christian mixed with Muslim, I swear. Yeah, right, big lip brother, or check color. Tell them you a tranny, but you got a straight lover. Bisexual, right, it, no need to deny it. It's the sense to steal it out and be quiet. What's your sex, race, or type? Mark whatever makes you feel right. It's the sense to be whoever you like. Yeah, you can be whoever you like. Gay or straight, young or light. Negro with a touch of albino people. You can be whoever you like. It's the sense to be whoever you like. What's your sex, race, or type? Mark whatever makes you feel right. It's the sense to be whoever you like. Yeah, you can be whoever you like. Gay or straight, dark or light. Negro with a touch of albino. People. Negro with a touch of albino. <laughs> Dog. Hey man, what, what yes, sir. the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I, I, I wanted the same thing. I got it's these so damn good. pranks. Now I got these hits. I, what the hell is wrong with me? Ha ha, these many fools to be You can be whatever you like. Did you say you could be a a touch of albino? You could be whatever you like. A tranny with a straight something. A tranny with a straight gay lover. Yeah, you can be that. You can be whatever you like. Be whatever you like. You just you just filling out stuff on the system. It don't make no sense. It don't, it don't. Once it makes sense, it's not good anymore. You know what I mean? No. No. no Once none. it starts to make sense over here, it's not good. Oh, my goodness. Oh, thank you, sir, for allowing me to do that. Thank you for paying me to do that. Thank you so much, man. You have to get it off your you chest. You feel good about yeah. yourself? I feel good about you myself. You feel good about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you comedians are going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 
This is how we eat. This is how we eat. Oh, man. <laughs> man. But I got to tell you, man, there's a real thing going on in this country where, like, Seinfeld said it. He said political correctness is killing comedy. You can't. Oh, man. I mean, man, yeah. because of the internet now. Everybody's. You, you, you man, it's crazy. You're, damn, All right, man, uh, you almost can't tell jokes. You almost have you tell me jokes. prank phone call is coming up. We'll but play these jams right here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> you just wait. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we got Strawberry Letter. Uh, Going to be a good one today, but right now, it's time for Tommy's Pranks. Oh. Yeah. But check this out. He ain't here, so we play what we want. <laughs> this you one's can play my whatever daddy's, you like. My daddy's boat. <laughs> my daddy's boat. Yeah. Say it like Tommy, Steve. <laughs> my daddy's boat. <laughs> Dead on. You, you nailed it, man. You did. Dead on. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a Mr. Wilson, please. This is he. Mr. Wilson, how are you today? I'm doing fine. Who's this? My name is Williams. Oh, how may I help you? Well, listen, we've uh, been getting a few complaints, sir, about some things uh, on your property oh, here. All right, well, who are you with? Uh, actually, I'm with the Homeowners Association. Wanted to reach out and give you a call today. Oh, well, how you doing? Pretty good. Listen, um, got a few things I kind of want to discuss with you here that seem to be uh, a problem that's taking place in the neighborhood there. Um, it's been brought to our attention down here at headquarters that you have um, a few things on your property that are, are not functioning that really shouldn't be on the property. Uh, you have two cars supposedly in your driveway that, that are not being used, been sitting there for quite some time. Yeah, one, one, one of them I'm currently working on. I'm almost. I should have it repaired. I'm just waiting on get wait, waiting to get a little extra money to get it taken care of. But the other car is just functioning. I just don't drive, but I have more than one car. Okay. Now you you also have a a a camper that seems to be uh, has been there for at least eight months now. That's that's sitting there. Is that correct as well? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm working on um getting some storage for that, but it ain't really been there eight months. Just maybe around about six, seven. You're not eight months, not eight months. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at our past records and and stuff. It seems like there was a, a complaint before about the you know keeping the yard uh, pretty cut and all of that kind of stuff. And I'm just looking at past complaints that I have here. Now, the biggest one that I have that that's concerning your property, sir, is. Uh, mm-hmm. Supposedly in your backyard. Now, uh, there's a you. You have an old boat that's in your backyard. Yeah, yeah, but I I, I don't see that boat bothering nobody. Well, well, I mean it's 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 kind of a sore eye for the people. I, I think I think you guys' backyards actually bump up against each other, and you guys have a, a chain link fence between the two of you all. And I, I think the boat is must be just a sore eye for the family that's behind you all. Well, you know, um, I don't see myself getting rid of that boat, so I, 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 I got a cover on it. Everybody else got a boat. I don't see what the problem is. Well, okay. Here's here's what's actually happening, Mr. Wilson. What's going to take place is this. Now, we're, we're going to give you a 14-day uh, extension. 14 days. Uh, 14 days, actually, to, to move the car that is not functioning 
the camper as well, and definitely the boat. We need, we're going to need those three items. Look here, sir, sir, sir. I, I ain't got nowhere to move the boat. I just told you I was working on somewhere for storage. Do you know how much storage costs? Now, the boat, now, the camper, I'll I, I get that taken care of. But the boat, the boat, the boat my daddy gave me. And my daddy gave me that. that that's the only thing my daddy gave me before he died. Now, now, I'm not moving that boat nowhere. The boat works just fine. If I take it down there to the water, it'll work. Sir, and I, I understand it wholeheartedly. You know, I'm basically, I'm, I'm just a messenger. I have, I'm going to have to get the non-functioning car that's not working properly. I'm going to have to get that out within a two-week notice, as well as the camper Ooh. and definitely the boat. Now, i got to well, get that out. It's got to be gone. I'll tell you what. I ain't moving thing. I'll tell you. Now, now, now what you going to do? What Sir, you you're going to either move the boat or I'm going to have somebody come over and haul all of these things away. Well, I'll tell you what. I got 30. Reasons why you won't come over and touch that boat, and I got two more. What two times? Two times thirteen, twenty-six. I got thirteen, and then I got another twenty-six added on to that. Why you won't bring them over here to touch my daddy's boat? Cause my daddy gave me that boat. I'll be damned if any of you. You know I'm tired of you with me. It's that cross street, ain't it? Who won't report it? Cause the Sir, I'm not at liberty to give you the uh, the well, name who's reporting. Call my phone, so you're at liberty to give me something. Cause I know that down the street had this boat in the for eight months, and ain't nobody said a thing to him. So why the hell y'all me about how to fold in the backyard that my daddy gave me? Sir, the language is not necessary. I'm Sir, the bottom line is, I want the camper out. I want the boat out, and I want the car that's not functioning moved within two what, weeks, or I'm towing it out. I tell you what, I give you a personal invitation to come over here with the boat, the camper, and the car, and I. I will beat your like that's what I'm beat your Sir, uh, uh, wow. I'm going to allow one car to stay. I just want to make sure that you know that I've given you the statement over the phone, letting you know that what, what has taken place here. Uh, the statement is well taken, but I ain't moving my dad's boat. I'm You're going to move your dad's stinking boat if... Sir, trust me, trust me, if we come there, we're definitely going to be bringing authorities with us. Well, I, my man will go to jail because I love my daddy. Ain't now one of you going to touch my daddy's boat. That's the only thing he left me. I got one more thing I need to say to you, sir, about this entire situation. Excuse me? What you got to say? All I have to say is this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your brother. <laughs> Man, what your brother told me, he said, man, he be going Eddie with the homeowner association. He said, man, just call him and tell him he got to move all this stuff. He said, but most of all, tell him y'all going to haul off that boat. He said, he'll kill you behind that doggone boat. Yeah, man, that's my daddy's boat, but I love that boat, man. They, they know that. They know that. You know what push. I got one more question for you, though, baby. Tell me this. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. <laughs> He's crazy. My dad. Nephew. Yeah. <laughs> it is Father's Day weekend, though. Uh, happy Father's Day. Uh, Steve, you're at the mentoring camp with the boys. And, I'm uh, at the mentoring know. camp having yeah. a great time, man, changing these boys' lives, mm -hmm. uh, which this is all about, man. I wish if the reporters want to come and report something, you know, they could come down here and uh, report this. You need some headlines. You got it. Yeah, this is life-changing. This is... Yeah. Mm -hmm.
Yeah. This is the real work that's being done. This isn't a joke. Yeah. And uh, Father's Day is here. And I'm, yeah. I, you know what I'm grateful about Father's Day? That I am a father. That being a father has Aww. changed me. That's so You know, nice. on my closing remarks today, I'm going to talk about Father's Day. All right, but that's real. What? Speaking of Father's Day, a great Father's Day gift, ladies. Mm-hmm. Go to Walmart and buy your husband the brand new Built Soap Collection. Buy him the bars and the body wash in all fragrances. You won't spend $40 and it will be absolutely fabulous. Just go buy the whole collection. It'd be a great gift. Get him the Prohibition. Get him the uh, Havana Bay. Old Havana. Get him the Big Surf. Get him the Big Skies Mountain. African Black. Black. What's that African Black about? It just smells so delicious. And all of these soaps are natural, too. So if you have allergies, you don't have to worry about it. They're all natural. Okay. And uh, it's just a great brand. And it's so affordable. So get at it. Go at it, man. You know what I've never heard a woman say? I've heard men say this before on Mother's Day. Well, why do I have to get her something? She ain't my mama. But I've never women heard. Women never say that. I've never heard women say. They always yeah. get their, their husbands. And for the right it. price, a lady will call mm-hmm. you daddy. <laughs> 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 That's right, Jay. I mean, and I ain't even get a father. Get your boy, Steve. Get your boy. Wait. No, I'm not. What, Junior? Yeah, I said, yeah, he's right, because I ain't even a father. And you heard it, huh? <laughs> You've been called daddy. Oh, yes, I have a few times. When I'm working it right, though. Put huh? another Steve, hundred you, down. Steve, okay, you've been called okay. daddy. Steve, you've been called daddy. Big oh, daddy. Oh, he can't know. even get it out. Marjorie calls you big oh, daddy. Oh, 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 that's what my girl called me, daddy. <laughs> okay, okay, so since we're here, what, what's the thrill in that for a guy to be called daddy? It's authority. It's, yes. <laughs> I'm yeah. the ruler. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what, huh, Steve? What'd you say? I don't give a damn what you call me, really. <laughs> Yo, we could be in the middle of doing something. You go hustle up. All right. <laughs> I hustle harder. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back with the strawberry letter right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, the crazy strawberry letter is up next. But first, uh, Steve, you're at the mentoring camp. Uh, let's talk about your your Steve and Marjorie Harvey mentoring camp this weekend, Foundation. And let's thank our wonderful sponsors who care about our children. We do want to say thank you for mentoring and uh, for our community, uh, you know, as a whole, just giving back. We want to thank Choice Hotels International, Steve Joyce, of course, every year. Just thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, the U.S. Army. Thank you, U.S. Army. Yeah. (laughs) U.S. Fish and Wildlife. Thank you. We want to thank the Academy Sports and Outdoors and C.W. Matthews. Thank you to our great sponsors. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, who just give, you know? Yeah, and uh, the the camp is great for these boys, man. It's such a life-changing event. We haven't lost a single boy this week. Not a single boy. Uh, you know, the, it's a funny thing. They come here with the attitude of they seem scared straight and they know how I go. And so they come here with the, you can't touch me, you can't do nothing. But we're not trying to do that, man. We're actually trying to change your life. 
And if you allow us to allow you to participate in the program, the disciplinary uh, action activities that we have, the team building activities that we have, which are the things that boys have to learn how to do. You know, and we're teaching a lot of African-American boys. We have whites and Latinos down here. We got Asian kids down here. But we got to teach these kids that you really are responsible for your other brother, that this is not a video game. You can't shoot these people, get a pellet, and you get to keep going. Now, when you shoot somebody, it changes everything for a lot of people. And when you teach them teamwork and make them responsible for one another, it's some of the first times that they've understood that, wow, I'm actually connected to this guy, that he is not just another body over there. He's my brother. Mm. And for them to learn, it's really, really gratifying. It really is, you know. And I want to also thank Choice Hotels because Choice Hotels (coughs) helps me on so many levels. Not only do they provide all the rooms for the mothers and a lot of the volunteers, they also have an awards program where they help me with the flights. That's oh, incredible, wow. man. Yeah. This nice. is a hotel. Choice awesome. hotel. Steve Jobs, man. That's my buddy. The U.S. Army. Steve Joyce. Mm-hmm. What did I say? Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yes. Steve Jobs. Yeah, he down there helping you. Yeah, yeah, Steve right. Jobs. He down there. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Dude. Is he there? Well, you know, but once again, let, let me correct that. <laughs> he down here talking about Apple. <laughs> <laughs> now you in the news again. You know, again. Damn. Right. Buckle up. Hold on tight. Strawberry letter. Subject. So angry. I'm seeing red. Dear Stephen Shirley, I begin this letter by saying, I hate my husband of 12 years. I feel as though he has made a fool of me and I feel stupid. The thought of him makes me sick to my stomach. When he says, I love you, I want to say, kiss my butt. I'm at the point in which I don't even care to confront him. For what reason? Another stupid lie. Okay, you can tell me that he lies to me because I am the one he doesn't want to hurt. But when he lies, at which point does a man realize that he is hurting me? He's still hurting me. At this moment, it is not uh, do I leave him, but how do I leave? And this is why I am writing you. I know getting even is not the right choice, but it would make me feel better. I would like your opinion. Here is what I came up with so far. Set him up. I know he is meeting a woman in person that he meets online. He doesn't even know one of the women he is talking to is me. Do I talk to him first? Ask him what I am lacking that makes him look elsewhere? Do I just get my ducks in a row and walk? By the way, I would rather put a knife in a print of his profile and put it over his side of the bed while he is sleeping. What do you think? Uh, I say get some billboards. That's what we were talking about earlier. Anyway. The latest trend, huh? No, right? Anyway, if you got an extra $250,000 laying around. But my favorite line in this whole letter is when he says, I love you, I want to say kiss my butt. Wow. That says a lot about your relationship. You're that angry. You're you're very, very angry and emotional. You want to get him back. You want revenge. You want to feel better, you said. 
But I got to ask you, really, is it worth all of that? Is he worth this? Do you still love this man? Do you still want a relationship with him? Can he be trusted? Those are the kinds of questions you need to be asking yourself once you calm down. And I get that you're upset right now. I understand this. Uh, I kind of think you are still feeling him because you asked the question, do you talk to him first? And and do you you want to ask him what are you lacking and all of that? So if you if there's still some feelings there that you have for this man, go ahead and talk to him. But you got to ask yourself, is he worth all of this first, Steve? Man, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Thank you, Shirley. Nice response. All that yada yada yada. Here go the deal. What? I ain't got nothing to say to this woman. <laughs> Why not? My notes is all for the man. Oh. First of all. When a woman in a letter opens up by open the, let me yeah. begin this letter by saying, I hate my husband. <laughs> Man, he has no idea the hell he finna live in. I hate my husband. Then she says, when he says I love you, I want to say kiss my butt. <laughs> That's my favorite line. Let me explain line. something to y'all. <laughs> Let me say this to you right here, right now. Say it, Steve. The uh-huh. word hate and butt cannot go in the same sentence. <laughs> if a woman hates you, I can assure you butt is not the word she's using. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hate my husband. When he says I love you, I really want to say kiss my whole entire all of it. Put it in a box and don't miss a corner. <laughs> my favorite part. That letter. Twelve years she been made a fool of. She hate him so much. You don't even know what he did until three-fourths of the letter is over. (laughs) The whole first is about hate. (laughs) Hate. She wants revenge. She is on fire. (laughs) I know getting even ain't right. It's not the right choice, but it would make me feel better. (laughs) When a woman says that, you finna get something done to you. Yep. (laughs) Because it's finna make her feel better. Because right now... Listen, this message is for anybody out there who may know this guy. If you even think you know him, if you have a Christian bone in your body, (laughs) please notify him and tell him Steve Harvey said, get out. While you can. Get out. (laughs) Try to escape because you online talking and one of the women you talking to is her. Boy, Checkmate, girl. Checkmate. Part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Finish up with your response to part two of today's strawberry letter. Well. So angry, I'm seeing red, Steve. I have no nothing to say to this woman because I'm afraid You're of scared, her. scared, aren't you? Yeah, I don't want her to turn none of this on me. Billboards. This is that. for the dude that's doing his girl wrong. Listen to me. Hell hath no fury like a woman's going. At the top of the letter when she said, I hate my husband. This is not good for no man. Once a woman utters them words, here come the billboards. <laughs> here come the internet lies. 
But Steve, she's fed up. Oh, got all that. Uh, once again, Shirley, I'm not saying anything to this woman. You're scared. You're yes. just warning the fellas. Just I don't need this fellas. in my life. But listen, uh, and I'm serious now. I'm very serious about this. If you think you know who this guy is, if you have even considered Christianity, please call this brother and let him know. Because, see, let me show something. The strawberry letter is meant to help people, to solve problems. Sometimes we laugh with the strawberry letter. I'm seeing how you This is the first this. time we've ever had a strawberry letter mm. that is exposing a murder plot. <laughs> this is not what the strawberry letter is supposed to be about. It's on here. Where? It's not. Where, Steve? By the way, I would rather put a knife in a print of his profile and put it over his side of the bed while he's sleeping. Okay. What do you okay. think? Okay. Okay. Oh, whoa, you whoa, getting whoa. murder I, out of that? Yeah, I take it literally. Knife in a print of his profile, right, not in his print. profile. Yeah. Oh, she's, you don't hear it, huh? She's blowing off some steam, Steve. Come on. Blowing off steam with a knife <laughs> in a sheet that you sleeping under on your side of the bed. The knife is in the print. <laughs> Blow off steam. Take a drink. Go for a walk. That's not how we do it. Every, Steve, are you scared? Are you scared yes. right now? Yes. His voice, yes. His voice is trembling. I hear yes, it. this woman here. I don't want her coming after me. Hey, she's fed up with his lies. She's fed up with his mess. That's why he, somebody, know this man. Please, for the love of God, tell him <laughs> there is a murder plot out for his death. Not plotting murder. I don't know what y'all think it is. <laughs> but she set him up, though. She wanted to yes. win. <laughs> All right, Steve. We, we got to go. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, email or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at my girl Shirley. And don't forget, if you have any issues, if you uh, want us to answer them for you, to give you some advice on whatever you're going through, hit us up on steveharvey.com. Submit your letters to steveharvey.com. Switching gears now. Uh, Steve, please tell us a funny Father's Day story about your dad. You have so many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Father's Day? Yes. yes. Oh, just, just a regular day you want to tell us? Uh-huh. <laughs> just a regular day. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You know, one of the fabulous things that my father taught me. Well, he taught you so much. About, yo, but this was the one that I've used with my sons and it's helped me. Okay. I was, um, my father said something. And I answered it. You know, because Mm -hmm. if he asked you something, you know, you're supposed to answer. Right. But he made a statement after that. Mm -hmm. And so I made a statement after that. My father stopped and looked at me. He said, what did you say? I said, uh, I don't like that either. Because my daddy said he didn't like something. And I said, I don't like that either. He said, son, that ain't the way to work at him. He said, you don't understand. He said, you're going back and forth with me. And I'm sitting there to myself. I said to myself, yeah, because we talking. I just said it to myself. Definitely. Right, right, right. Very low in your mind. Very low. Uh Because if you. Very low in my Uh mind. 
Right, right. <laughs> so of fact, it, like it wouldn't even have registered if my brain was connected to a machine. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Boy, you, you, you going back and forth with me?" I said, "I said, yeah, 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 yeah I am. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Cause we talking. That's right. what talking is. Okay. You okay. go back and forth. Smarty pants. This He he said to me. He said, "Let me help you understand how this work in this house right here." We don't do back and forth. We just do forth. <laughs> I went, what? And you know, I, I looked at him like that little dog on the RCA commercial. Yeah. My hands are still. <laughs> he said, We don't do back and forth in this house. We just do forth. <laughs> Ain't no back. Yeah. And I went, I'll be damned. This dude right here. Uh -huh. It's illogical. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I said that to myself too. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Didn't He's unfair. Mm -mm. Uh -huh. I said that to myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You ever said this one under your breath and they heard it? I wish you was dead. Oh, mm -hmm. uh -huh. yeah. I wish you was dead. You make me so sick. You make me sick. Stay at you. Uh -huh. I wish I could run away. <laughs> yeah. That's That's Mama told me take her car. <laughs> Sick of you. I want to live with somebody else. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Take my uh -huh. car. Ricky, Mama, don't do that. Oh, Ooh. not the comparison. Oh, damn you. <laughs> Shirley, what we got? <laughs> All right, Steve, here we go. Uh, we want you to call our audience. Call us and ask Steve. This is Ask Steve. Ask Steve about some parenting or Father's Day advice, okay? If you have Ooh. some uh, uh, questions you want to ask Steve about Father's Day, about parenting, any advice you want from him, right now is the time, 877-29-STEVE. We'll be back. All women like for their man to be well-groomed. So here's what I did. Like. I created this soap called Built. You can get it at Walmart, and they're very, very affordable. But I made them especially for men. And I wanted to create a men's line with fragrances and a word that sounded like a man would want to use. Yeah. Now, the Built soap comes in different fragrances. So I created a big sky fragrance. I got African black. Then I got Atlantic Surf. Okay. I got South Beach. Mm -hmm. But my two favorites is Havana Bay. Mm -hmm. And then it's prohibition. Okay. Get it. Go to Built on Facebook, everybody. And ladies, go to Walmart. Get them the whole nice. collection. It's very cheap. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's go to the phones. People want to ask you some parenting questions. You're a good dad and everything. They want to ask your advice. Let's go to line one and talk to Ron out of Virginia. Ron? Yeah. Hey, man, what's the yeah. situation? What you got? My mother been with the same man for 40 years since I was eight. I want to get him something special, right? And I mm. want to ask, uh, I can't give him your soap. I can't, you can't give a man soap. I wanted to get you built for him, but I can't, I can't, give, can't give him your soap, Steve. Okay, so, cool. All right, I remember, get soap for yourself. Tell, tell, tell me, who who you trying to get this for now? My stepdad, who's been in my life since I was eight. He's been with my mother 40 years. Yeah, oh. you, now you notice I didn't say Men, this is a good gift to give to other men. I said women, you could give this to a man. Mm -hmm. 
So how much uh, you want to spend? Tell me that, man. Let me help you out. Uh, about one fifty, two hundred, maybe. About one fifty, two hundred. Yeah. All right. Let me think. Let me ask you a couple questions for me. Does he work with his hands? Is he a carpenter? Does he work on cars? Does he have no. a, a insurance job? What do he do? No, nah, he works for Bank of America. He's security. Okay, security. Does he play golf? No, he don't play golf. Okay, does he smoke cigars? Does yeah, he drink? Smoke a cigar now and then. Okay, man, does he drink? Yes. Okay, cool. Here's a great idea for you. $150. Uh, uh, I, want, I want him to smoke a really mild cigar. What city you live in? Hampton, Virginia. Hampton, Virginia. Okay, cool. Yeah, they got him over there. This is what I want you to buy your father. I want you to buy your father four acid cigars. Okay. Acid. Okay. Buy him four acid cigars. Okay. Can you get those in? Acid cigars have a flavor tip on them, and they're very, very smooth smoke. Ask the cigar store, do they have acid cigars? The Cuba Cuba, the Blondie, the Acid 1400, and the Extraordinary. They're all good. Buy him four cigars, and then buy him a bottle of Zacapa. Uh, Zacapa rum. Okay. Comes in a real pretty bottle, man. It's not that expensive. If you can get the XO, that's, the, that's a really, really nice rum. That rum with them four cigars is a real nice manly gift. And the bottle is gorgeous. So if when it's sitting out, it's a pretty bottle. It's like pyramid-shaped bottle with a big wooden top on it, and it ain't that expensive. So you get that and them four cigars, you buy it at the 150 mark, he going to go, man, that's a nice gift, son. They had to get the same thing. Uh, that's just uh, hey, Steve, could you put me on hold so I can tell you I need to give Tommy a message, man? It's important, man. Okay, well, what's the name of get the, the, the board up and take that message for you? All right, all right. All right, well, we'll get to you, Ron. Back to you. Let's go to line two and talk to Aaron out of uh, California. Aaron? Yes, ma'am. Hey, Aaron. Good morning, good morning. Okay, good, man. Uh, uh, what can I do for you, Aaron? Yes, sir. I actually have have a question it's uh regarding father's day and um you know just just before i get into that i wanted to say you know j anthony brown is a definitely good addition to the show you guys got a bunch of all-stars over there kind of like the warriors you know so i wanted to thought of that but in there real quick <laughs> kind of like the warriors yeah, yeah. Oh, now you don't know who the Warriors is? You don't know who the Warriors is no more? The NBA world champion. The champs. Come on, Aaron. Don't get him started. Still a little touchy right now. Still going through a little bit. I have a question, sir. You know, I do know that, you know, you are supposed to honor your father and your mother. You know, and my father hasn't necessarily been a father. You know, I'm a father of my daughter. And I'm a stand-up guy. I'm there 110 percent of the time. Mine left when I was 11. Tried to come back when I was like 28, and we're on and off. And he would show up and try to be entitled as a father. And I feel like he's just a dad. So should I still give him a Father's Day gift and honor him as a father, even though he doesn't well, was Well, let me ask you a question. Let me ask yes, you sir. this question right here. Does it serve either of you? To not have a relationship with one another. 
Does it benefit no. either one of you? No, it doesn't. Okay. And you seem like a good dude because what you've done is you've instilled of the fatherhood role in your daughter because you've seen a picture of what it looks like and what it doesn't look like. So you've done the direct opposite of what your father did in your life. That's a true statement. Yes, sir. Okay. So with that in mind, he's a man with that has a shortcoming. He has a, a character flaw. When a man doesn't do his daddy duties, and he's, anybody can be a father. It takes a special man to be a dad. Somebody call you daddy. That's okay. a different thing. So he has a character flaw. But because he has this character flaw, and you now being a full-blown man, father and a daddy, you can teach him. You're old enough to teach him. And forgiveness is not for the other person, brother. Forgiveness is for you. So if I were you, instead of spending money on him, just send him a card and write down what you feel in the card and give him that for Father's Day. You ain't got to buy him a tie, no cologne. You ain't spend no money. Get a card and write down how you really feel and what you would hope that the two of you could have before something happened to one of y'all, before y'all leave this earth. Yes, sir. That may serve you far better than figuring out what not to get him. Just give him that, and it'll help. So should I worry about the repercussions? Meaning, like, you know, it'll be like an argument or something like that. And I really don't have the energy to waste on no. that. No, hey, like brother, brother, old, you know. The, check this out. He can't argue with you when you write. Let him argue. Hmm. But an argument takes two people. Yes, Once he starts the argument, you can say, look, bro, I said what I had to say. Now, if you don't want to move forward from here, I'm okay with that, too, because I'd have made it this far. Okay. Handle your business, man. You'll be all right. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. Happy Father's Day, Aaron. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right, Steve. Great advice, as always. Very good stuff, um, man. Yeah. Good. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll share with you some highlights on uh, Steve's Father's Day celebration from his Emmy Award-winning daytime talk show. It airs today. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, you have something really special on your talk show today. Uh, you're going to highlight some men who play the incredibly important role of being a father figure to young kids. Starring your son-in-law, Ben Raymond, who is married, of course, to Carly. Ben will share his personal stories of his journey as it is detailed in his new book. He's got a new book. It's called Playing the Game Without a Coach. Take a listen. This is my uh, son-in-law. He uh, just finished his first book all about his life called Playing the Game Without a Coach. Uh, please welcome Ben Raymond. Look, I mean, you know, we, we've had many talks uh, about all of this, but I, I didn't know some of that that I saw on the tape, man. It was pretty powerful. How, how did you, how'd you find the strength to not give up? I think for me, ultimately... Uh, many dark days, many days where I always asked myself and was wishing for a better life. You got to find the opportunity within the opportunity. And I think sometimes the biggest opportunities are, are those in those darkest moments. And I think that's, that, that was the charge. And ultimately through my life, learning forgiveness, you know, always asking myself, you know, why me? You know, my mother, bipolar schizophrenic, lost me in foster care at six months. And then, 
gets me back and I go house to house and my father's nowhere to be found and my stepdad goes to jail. And I think for me, I had to ultimately forgive those closest to me, but more importantly, forgive myself. Quit blaming myself and ultimately use that as a stratosphere to, to reach greater heights. Some of your hardest days, though, as an adult, happened a few years ago. What happened? You know, um, a lot of folks know my journey finding my father. Saw him at seven years old and didn't see him again for 20 years. Find, found him in federal prison on an internet search. And during that journey um, were some of the greatest days when he got released. He got released two years after the day that I found him after doing, you know, 15 years in, in prison. And got to take, you know, game, go and take him to the Cowboys game, spending a lot of time. But ultimately, my father went back into the system. He got sentenced for 25 years in 2014. Um, at one of the biggest moments of my life, I had just recently got engaged and I was looking forward to him being at my wedding. And for me, I went through a, a period of time where I was just angry. You know, why did I go through this journey? You know, why me again? You know, I find this man who I love and now he's gone. But in that journey, uh, I found out that I had a sister I never knew I had. You know, for 27 years I was walking on this earth, I never knew I had a sister. She knew about me, but I never knew about her. And if I didn't find my father and go through that journey, ultimately forgiving my father, and I love my father today. In fact, my sister and I, we go visit uh, my father right around Father's Day every year, and we'll be, we'll be seeing him again and continue that, that relationship because, you know, ultimately, you know, that is my father, and I love him. Well, uh, your sister, uh, Davida, is here. Uh, where's Davida? Hey, Davida. Uh, Hi, Mr. When, when, when did you and Ben connect? Uh, me and Ben uh, connected 10, 11 years ago. He actually drove down to Tennessee to come see me. Um, just see, I always knew about Ben my whole life. My dad always told me about him. So actually getting the chance to meet him, I was super excited. Just seeing him tall, light, bright, big lips, I was like, yeah, that's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we were apart that long, I felt like I knew him forever. Like we, to this day, we have like a great connection. I feel like I can call Ben, you know, for anything. I'm sure he feels like he can call me for the same. Wow, that's, that's, that's such a, you know, and it's, it's a lot of stories around the world like that, especially in this country, you know, but it, it, it's, it's, it's sort of, it's really crazy when you hear it, though, and you see somebody, you go, wow, I've had a, I've had a sibling somewhere my whole life that I never knew about, you know, and then you find them. All of that's compelling to finding your dad. Okay, tell everybody why you decided to write the book. Well, you know, for me, the journey um, was some of the darkest days, and I found myself for so many years, you know, trying to figure out if I made it, you know, I wanted to help somebody. I always would be that guy that was mentoring kids or working with people, and people would come to me for advice. I never knew my story was powerful. I mean, I was the person that was ashamed of my story for so many years. You know, who's gonna walk up and say, hey, my mom's bipolar, schizophrenic, my dad's, you know, nowhere to be found, you know, your stepdad's in jail. You, 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 you're embarrassed for so many years. I was a star athlete, but on the inside, I was broken. And I always wanted somebody who looked like me, you know, who could mentor me, and I didn't have that. And I feel that playing the game without a coach is that book that can help anyone. It doesn't matter where you come from, doesn't matter who you are, um, but ultimately, your opportunity is the one you find and, and the one you seize. Yeah. He's got a great story. I want everybody to stick around, because Ben's going to be revealing how having a son of his own, who happens to be my grandson, 
uh, little BJ has changed his life. And that's not all. Uh, BJ is turning one. This is his birthday. And so we're going to be celebrating and everybody's invited. So don't go away. Uh, you know, I think that uh, his story in the book, I think it's a great book for single mothers that's raising boys without a father in their life. Uh, you can go to Amazon.com. You can go online. I think to uh, BenRaymond.com. How do you how do you find it? I think that's it. I am BenRaymond.com. I am BenRaymond.com. Go to I am BenRaymond.com and order the book. It it could be a great reading for your son to understand what that's like. So you know, and uh, I think that him sharing his story can help other single mothers who had these boys who are feeling mm-hmm. all these different emotions about not having a father in their life. And that's what this whole mentoring camp is about. Ben is down here uh, with me this week. Uh, my mm-hmm. daughter's here serving, both of my daughters. My son works uh, junior. And all these cats, man, I mean, it's a great program. We're down here working, changing boys' changing. lives, not yes. giving up yes. on anybody. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. giving up on anybody. And that's that's what it's all about. Yeah, and yeah, so, I, you know. I love Ben saying how much he loved his dad. That that just warmed yeah. my heart, you know. His dad was unconditional, in his life. unconditional. Yeah, but he loving. still loves his dad. Mm-hmm. You know that that means something. But um, anyway, uh, happy Father's Day, you know, because for the fathers who are there for their kids, you know, happy Father's Day to you, to the fathers uh, who are taking care of kids, and to those mothers, man, who raise their sons without the dads. Thank you yeah. for um, being able to bring them to the camp. Get that I mean, knowledge, man, you know. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, they entrust their kids to us, and they they're hoping that we can help them. And that's yeah. all the program is about. You know, it's yeah. tough love down here, but it's mostly love. Yeah. And uh, it's been very, very effective. So that's it. We got a great camp. Happy Father's Day, man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, gee, thanks, Dad. <laughs> this is just in time for Father's Day. Uh, Matthew Knowles says Beyonce's weakness is public speaking. Uh, Matthew Knowles recently spoke at Howard University. He's Beyonce's father, of course, and former manager. He explained to a young group of students the importance of knowing your artist's weaknesses. According to Knowles, knowing his artist's strengths uh, helped him as a manager, and he used his daughters as examples. Everyone thinks that they're the greatest, and, and they should, he explains. As label executives, we have to know the limitations of the artist. See, I would never have Beyonce up here public speaking. She's not good at it. Meanwhile, uh, Solange, what? yeah, that's what he said. That's what he said about his own daughter, you know, that she's not good at it. Um, I mean, but there are a lot of people. I mean, you ask people what's the number one thing that they're afraid to do, and so many people say that that's, they're afraid of public speaking. Public speak, they don't yeah. like to get up in front of a yeah. crowd and speak. That's yeah. one of their biggest it fears. Is. Yeah, well, their biggest fears. She's probably one of the, if not the greatest living performer Mm-hmm. of our time mm-hmm. right now that girl's mm-hmm. show is amazing but mm-hmm. i don't yeah. i don't i don't know if he meant it the way it's coming across i mm-hmm. don't know i don't mm-hmm. it serves no benefit to use her i guess because she's famous use her as an example but once you start talking about other people's shortcomings you then have to turn around and talk about yours mm-hmm. yeah i don't know that i'm i'm not sure yeah, Maybe he, he didn't mean it like that. He's it, it, man, it came out. I, I the mean, wrong you know, when you way, hear it, right. it's crazy. It sounds yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's I was like, what? But you yeah, know what? She's been a star that. since she's been a child too. So she's you know been 15 years old. So 
she's probably had not, you know, didn't have a lot of. But you know what though? So what? I mean, okay, look, right. public speaking I, may not I, be her strong suit. So she's a performer, and that's right. what he's Hell, saying. You know how many people can't speak? Don't want to yeah. do that. And right. how many that's people true. are afraid to do it? And, yeah. and don't. I mean, I re- you remember when she was with the group, Kelly would do most of the public speaking. But when Beyonce would say something, it would be good. I mean, yeah. it, was, it wasn't yeah. a bad thing. I don't thing like here. it. I don't like it. I mean, comedy, doing comedy and uh-huh. then speaking is yeah. just, to- for me, it's totally different. Two different And things. I watch really? Steve do it over and over. Yeah. I because uh, I know I'm going to cuss, so. <laughs> Steve's brilliant at it, though. Yeah, oh, man. He really is. Steve mm-hmm. has really, really is. He really yeah. has that it factor because he can yeah. do, and he's a good listener, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even sometimes, in interviews. Sometimes you know, uh-huh. he is. Sometimes yeah. he's a good listener. Well, yeah. Yeah, sometimes he's a good listener. Oh, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Well, he's outstanding yeah. on a TV set. I'm going to tell you that much yeah. right now. Yeah. That is but the most real fun. Life, but yeah, sometimes you listen. Like, he's listening now to say something. Yeah. Right. He listens to speak. But I think it does sound like Matthew knows yeah. was talking about himself Self, as a yeah. manager. As a manager, you have to know what your, your artist strengths do, and right? weaknesses are. You know, he didn't have to like you know put showcase. it like that. Yeah, right. put it out there like that about Beyonce. Turn that but. music on and watch what happened. <laughs> Lemonade, yeah. baby. Who needs public speaking when you've yeah. got all this? Yeah. You know, you can hire someone. Well, she to, spoke to write well when speech. she said you're not going to be my manager anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. That was clear. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Father. <laughs> but um, anyway, I mean, everybody Just has weak yeah, yeah. Everybody has stuff yeah. that they don't like to do or that they... Has the family said anything about the comment or... They no, haven't no, no, no. Because I, I, I don't think maybe anything. he didn't mean it. I think they're just on baby watch did. right now, Steve. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they really ain't got time for that. But Matthew's not a mean guy towards his kids. No, no, you know, no, he's I, not. I don't, I don't think, think he, he like said that. anything. I don't think Matthew knows or said anything mean or nasty about his no, children. Uh, yeah. I've never seen him do that before, so... Maybe it was just taken the wrong yeah, way, you know. And you from take a, a sound baby right. perspective. That's All right, we'll be back. She loves him. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. still her daddy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we back. Uh, we back. Hey, Father's Father's Day weekend is this weekend. Don't forget your dads. I uh, know it's not as big as Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Fourth of July, <laughs> Memorial Day, Labor Day, Valentine's Day, Saint Labor Patty's Day, Day no, Mother's yeah. Day. He's right. Um, <laughs> You know, Grandparents' uh, Day, Day, Groundhog uh, Day, Martin Luther King <laughs> Holiday, Groundhog Day, Grandparents' Day. Not as big as any of those days, but oh, Dad, so oh, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. No, great. Happy birthday to my right. husband Ernesto too. A happy oh, Father's birthday? Day. Father's Day. Oh. <laughs> See what I'm saying? See? Mm-hmm. See right day. there. I got <laughs> confused. You'd rather have his birthday than get his man a damn Father's Day. That's a damn thing. Well, give him a Father's well, Day wait. gift every year. Every year. <laughs> but Shirley, okay. Mm-hmm. Happy Father's Day to my husband, Ty. <laughs> she the afterthought. <laughs> Throw I know. Away. I know. Yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> And uh, ladies, a great gift for your husband is Built Soap this year. It's a new soap line. It's out in all Walmarts. Go get Built Soap. Built. It's built for men. It comes in wonderful fragrances. Get the body wash and the bar. The bars are huge. The bars are huge. I made them so so Tommy couldn't use them. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) What is is the thing? (laughs) It's so crazy. What is the thing 
that guys can't give other guys soap. What is because that? Because it's just not cool. Well, you know, you're not supposed to care about how I smell. Yeah, yeah. As, as, a, as a man. man. Oh, have me, man. man. Right. Hey, man, when okay. you washing up, think of me. Yeah, yeah. Dog. No. Certain gifts men don't give men. Oh, okay. like here's some nice washcloths. No, you don't. You just don't, don't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, here's a fresh naked. set of linens. <laughs> but if they don't hey man, it. hey, 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 hey man, bought you a scarf. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. too many rules. Hey man, I bought you some pajamas. You just don't. You don't. You wouldn't no, 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 get you, another guy pajamas. Hell no. Hell no. The, you know, the, the fishing equipment, liquor, yeah. cigars, yeah. Yeah. Okay. hard uh, stuff, yeah. you know, tools, yes, yeah. stuff oh, that tools. tear him down. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> but no clothing oh. item. No, no. Yeah. no. I'm well, you know, you're like, a ball no. you buy him a pair of Nikes. You can do uh -huh. that. Yeah, Nike. Uh, basketball, sporting equipment, yeah. golf clubs, yeah. you know, some golf no balls. Underwear. No underwear. No. No, no. no. What, what did you look wearing about my jaw? <laughs> Dude, I bought you some sunscreen. Hey, hey now, come on. I want you to burn. Nothing, can't buy a man, nothing would care. No white beaters, no t-shirts. Yeah. No, no, nothing would care. No. No cologne, definitely. Hell no. No, no you can get him some golf gloves, you can get him a baseball glove, you can buy him yeah. a baseball. Yeah, okay. a bat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. You can give his ass a pack of hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Before you buy him a skincare product. Okay, what about this? Man. What about like if his eyes are going bad, like some glasses? No. I don't care. No. They no, you don't know my prescription, dog. You know my girl. You don't buy me no damn glasses. In my eyes. <laughs> That's gonna take it in my eyes for. It's gonna take away the jokes right there. <laughs> Your blind ass. Come <laughs> on. I got one. Here's we give this to each other all the time, ladies. How about this? A coupon to the spa. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll be back to close out the show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Time for just one more thing. Uh, been a great week, man. Great week. Oh, yeah. Oh, it man. really has. Oh. It really, really has. It's been a great week because Tommy's been. It's been great. You know what, wow. Tom? No, it's wow. not. <laughs> we missed no, we got we it. We got all his pranks. We got them. We good. <laughs> we good. Sending we'll pictures, ziplining and all like that. <laughs> I wish Tommy was ziplining. And the zip line fake like it break. Oh, hey, this is a you know don't break but fake like you know like snap. I am doing it. Tommy's a it's father. Father's Day. Well, he a father. <laughs> Be quiet, Junior. Fits going in. Fatherhood. Thank you. Hey, you know, so I'm, I'm gonna tell you something I feel about fatherhood. I think, and uh, I don't know that I speak to all men, but I do think that I can speak for a great deal of men. I think that fatherhood for me and a lot of men is challenging, is daunting, but it's rewarding. And I think those of us that have taken the time out to attempt to be not only good fathers, but good dads, it takes a lot. It takes a lot, especially when you count yourself as one of those fathers who are responsible for the welfare of your family. And 
that's a big challenge for a man. And especially for men who have grown up without seeing that as an example in their life. It's a lot tougher for these guys when they haven't had a close-up view from a man on how to be. And most of them turn out to be great fathers because they do the direct opposite of what their father did to them. They just do the opposite. And that's a blessing. It's kind of like similar to what my father always told me. My father always said, son, listen to me. Knowing what not to do is just as good as knowing what to do. Because it can save you a lot of pain. But there are so many great fathers out there. Like we say, Father's Day is not as big as Mother's Day. And we understand why, of course. And I don't think it should be. A mother's totally different, man. She gave us life. She bore us. She brought us into this world. She carried us. She nurtured us. She helps us. But my hat goes off to the fathers out there that's doing the right thing. Those fathers out there that's going to work, that's making it happen for their fun, for their family. And being a great father and a great dad ain't got nothing to do with how much money you make. It's how much time you put in. What percentage of yourself you give to others. I often teach my sons that you will not know what manhood truly is until you love somebody more than you love yourself. You'll know what manhood is all about when you love somebody more than you love yourself. When you would lay down your life for the life of your children, your family, your wife. That's manhood. Now, I'm not saying you're not a man because you don't have those things. But the epitome of manhood, the totality of the, the totality of it all is when you love someone more than you love yourself. When you are responsible and the caretaker of them all. My hat also goes out to the fathers out there that's being daddies to children that ain't yours. I said my hat also goes out to the fathers out there that's being daddies to children that ain't yours. Yeah. And you women out there who are fortunate enough to have found a man who loves yours, who loves yours like they're his, man, man, oh man, oh man, what a blessing is that? Because the father that's supposed to be being a daddy ain't being a daddy. And this man that stepped in and said, hey, put that weight on my shoulders too. I got you and I got everybody connected to you. That's a hell of a dude right there. And it's a bunch of them out there, man. It's a bunch of them out there who just put that thing called manhood on and fatherhood and daddyhood and wear it. And no matter what come with it, they wear it. My hat goes off to fathers everywhere, man. God bless all of you, man. And may I offer just a personal piece of advice. Whether it's going good for you or it's going tough for you, if you include God in it, it'll go better for you. That's for sure. You need God to be a great father. You need God to be a great dad. You need God to be the man that you want to be. It's tough out there, but y'all do keep your head up. It's uh, this Sunday. Happy Father's Day, Jay. Happy Father's Day, Tommy. Thank you, man. Happy Father's Thank Day, you. Steve Harvey. Happy Father's Day to all the men out there, man. And one last thing. If you are a father, but you are not being a dad, this would be a good time to step up. It's okay to say to your children, I'm sorry. 
you know what? I made a mistake. At my daughter's wedding, after the dance, and I couldn't let her go, and we were standing there crying, and it was time for me to give a speech. Part of my speech was, I had to apologize to my daughter, Brandy and Carly, for not being there when they were small. I said I made a lot of mistakes as a young man, but I spent all my life trying to make up for that. Aww. Sometimes you get it wrong, and God wakes you up and gives you a chance to get it right. So for those of you out there that ain't been doing it right, it's time for you to get it right. Tell them you're sorry. Tell them you made a mistake. But moving forward, you want it to be different and see how it go. But if you're a father, God don't release you the responsibility of being a dad. Happy Father's Day, Wow, Steve, that was great. That was very good. Yeah, man, hey, yeah. Unc, you 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 won't take man. me in. I won't but take you right though. <laughs> you want to be your daddy? <laughs> that was saying? impressive. I like what you said. It's uh, meaning it's never too it's late. It's never too it's late. It's never too late to be a dad. Hey, y'all, yeah. have a great weekend. It's here. I'm going on yes. vacation. I'm gonna yes. get it done. Yes, Steve. <laughs> the crew will be here. We'll, we we'll hold you down, Steve. We'll hold you down. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. 
Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.